All right, Adam from Splendid Sports here, and I am joined by, I'm just going to say it, my favorite vintage sports card YouTube channel. No offense to anybody else, but he's my favorite. Dylan from Double D Vintage Baseball Cards, somebody that I wanted to talk to for a good amount of time now since I discovered his channel earlier this year. And uh, I've been saying it, I've said it before, he's got the coolest card room I've seen on YouTube. Look at that thing. Unbelievable. So what we're going to do here... Uh, we are going to do something that just kind of came off the cuff. I'm going to, I asked Dylan to do something called three and three, which is show three of his favorite cards. Doesn't have to be the most valuable. Doesn't have to be his top cards or whatever, just three of his favorite cards and tell us why they're his favorite cards. And then he's going to give us three cards that's on his wish list, achievable cards. So not, you know, million dollar cards, but cards that he could conceivably buy uh, in the near future, what's on his hit list? So, Dylan, let's yes, get going. Sir. Let's get started here. Let's get right into it. Let's go with the first card. What do you got? Okay. All right, Adam. Well, first, thank you for having me on the show. I feel like I was the one begging to be on the show. No. Um, <laughs> I listen to all your podcasts. Absolutely love them. I had a connection with you right out of the gates listening to your podcast. I'm a huge podcast guy. And... I mean, literally, I begged you on one of my shows, like, I want to be on um, so many of your guests. You're super professional. I just love it. So thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, let's dive in. So let's do it. My, my pleasure. First, my first card, I, if you've seen my show, you know what it's going to be. The rest, you're not going to know. But the first one, you're going to know. First one is my Robin Yunt 1975 Tops rookie cards. Ah, this one happens to be graded an eight. Um, I've had this card forever. Um, I have quite a few Robin Yunt rookie cards. And the reason Robin Yunt rookie card is my all-time favorite card is because when I was a kid, quick story, um, I was at a friend's house. I was probably six or seven or eight years old. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I was at his house, and on his shelf, he had a stack of baseball cards and they are all 1975 tops and i had never held cards that old and he didn't know what they were or anything like that he wasn't a card collector he just had them up there i knew what they were i was like gravitated to him i grabbed him and i was looking through and i saw robin young rookie card and it just blew my mind i was like it was like i think it was 27 dollars at the time in those old yellow beckets which i should have brought out um, you get, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. There are those yellow things and you, you, I used to have them all highlighted. Well, that's, yeah. that was a card I saw in there. And that card has stuck with me ever since. Every time I see one, I want to buy it. I have a hard time not buying every one I see on eBay. Um, that's just the card for me that it's just that pinnacle for me. I, I could, all my other cards could go away, you know, except for a few, but like, as far as what it brings to me my nostalgic and the memories i have towards this it's just magical for me and so i, I never thought i'd ever own one back then as a kid and now i have one i have many i have autographed ones and i also have the mini version which <laughs> absolutely love the minis a lot of people don't like the minis i'm obsessed with the minis um, maybe because i'm small and i say that a lot i like small things um but those minis are just awesome. So that's my first card. 
What really, was the grade really on the the one? You, the first I I couldn't I can't see oh, the grade. The first yeah. one is an eight. Wow. Okay. PSA eight. Um, and it's got the it's got like the different color. So there's like two colors in these. There's one that has the the like the fluorescent style orange, and then the one that's like looks like it's a faded orange, but it's not faded. Um, just I, I'm assuming I've I've looked it up to see if there's like different printing dates or anything, but I couldn't find anything. And I've tried over the years to see someone out out there might know. Uh, but they're definitely different print runs in 75, just like any tops, and you get the different color variations. I really love the the faded color variation. It's not faded when you look at cards, it's just a lighter color. Um, and so that's why I got the eight in that. And then I have a bunch of sevens. Um, so yeah, that's the, 70, the 75 set is I mean, I've heard you say this before that one of the biggest things for you on cards is the colors. Yes. And I mean, 75, it's just got some of the coolest designs and colors that you'll see. It's such a, I mean, I understand having watched some of your other videos, I understand why that that card and especially that set is so important to you. And I, I'm, I'm with you. I love that. I it's love awesome. that. Set. The colors, yeah. It just, boom, it just screamed. I don't know. Is it the 70s? I don't know. I didn't, it wasn't alive in the 70s. So me either. It is that color. Yeah, it just pops. And Super. what about Robin Young? He feels like a player who doesn't get talked about enough. I mean, I was, I was actually, this is just coincidence. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was just randomly, like I looked him up on Wikipedia just to, cause I was like, I wonder how many, like, I know he had 3000 hits, but like what else? And like his career was unbelievable. Yeah. He was unbelievable. He was, he you was never amazing. hear about him. Honestly, I never hear about him other yeah. than like on your channel. <laughs> I think cause he was like the stock amazing player. He wasn't, I guess he had some blowout years, some really insane years, but nothing like he wasn't a home run hitter. He, everyone hears about the home run hitters. I mean, that's what we we love even to this day. We want to watch Aaron Judge hit a whole bunch of home runs. Mm. We want to watch the home run guys. And Robin Yount was like a utility guy slash um, incredible hitter. He, you know, 300. I think he was average was like 280 or something, but high 280s probably. I could be wrong. Um, One yeah, multiple uh, MVPs. Yeah, multiple MVPs. Um, yeah, he was incredible. I mean, he was – I don't know every stat there is about Robin Yunt. He's not my favorite player at all. Literally, I don't even collect his other cards. I have just a few, but I just I just it's love this. Yep. So I don't know much about him besides the stuff I see on the back of the 75 card. Got it. Yeah. All right. All right, let's go number two. Okay, number two. Number two's got – they all got stories to them. Number two is an actual recent pickup about, I want to say three years ago. So growing up, my first pack of cards that I remember ever getting, well, I, I told the story many times, but I used to be a pitcher in baseball, you know, I was like seven years old. And, and so every time I get a strikeout, my dad would buy me packs of cards. Well, it started in 87. Um, so in 87, I went, I was an Anaheim Angels super fan, of course. And we got to walk the field um, on the, the, what is it? The little league day or something. You get to walk around the, yeah, yep. the track. You probably did that. Yeah, I didn't, but I know, I know about it. Yep. Yeah. So we, that was like the closest I've ever been to a field. I mean, I didn't actually get on the field, but around the, the dirt track. Um, so 87 tops is my huge thing. And Wally Joyner and Wally Joyner was like, 
open a pack up. All I wanted to have was Wally Joyner card. That's it. And so when I was back on the mainland, I live on Hawaii. So I, back on the mainland, I went and visited my old shop that I grew up rollerblading to with my two friends back then, my friend Danny and my friend Dave. And we'd rollerblade there, probably what you did, and grab our bikes. And we'd go there every day. And we'd go hang out in there. And I was buying 87 packs. And so I went back there about three years ago. And he had packs. Uh, what are these called? These are called uh, rack packs. Rack, rack, rack yep. packs of 87 tops. And there oh. was a Wally Joyner rookie card on the top. Uh. <laughs> and I go, I have to have that pack right there. That is, I it was $5. I mean, I was just... Yeah, so stoked on that thing. So there's the Wally Joiner. Yeah. Right there. That card to me is like, it just brings me all the way back. And then having it all those years later, going in the store and randomly having that on the pack. And yeah, and you also have another Hall of Famer in the middle, Ted Simmons. And then you got Fernando Valenzuela, which I grew up watching on the that all-star card. So this is number two right here. This will never leave my collection. This it was a find and $5. I mean, I don't care. Someone could offer me 400 bucks. I'm not selling this unless there's a whole bunch available. No, I wouldn't sell it because it just the whole me going into the shop all those years later, you know, 40, 35 years later, and then finding that 87 tops pack, racks pack with it on there just blew my mind. So that's my number two. I think uh, really, 87 tops. If, as I think back, I think that was the first. I don't know how many rookie cup cards are in that set. Um, I know that you know with the the joiner there, but I remember that being like the first set I saw the rookie cup in. I don't know if it, it maybe it is the first set they ever did. Did they ever uh, do uh, that? In no, or? they did the rookie cups way back. Like way back. 60, okay. Sixty. I want to even say sixty-one, maybe even fifty-nine or sixty or sixty-one. Okay. Way back. You're right. But, All right. But I remember I that was like the first set I saw it on and I just was like, whoa. And then I remember it's funny because you're wearing the Bo Jackson Future Star shirt. Mm -hmm. That card was like, I saw the Future Stars and I was like, oh my God. Like, I just remember being amazed at that set. Like oh. a six-year-old kid looking at that, six or seven years old. And that was like probably one of my first memories of cards looking at that set. The Rookie Cup, the Future Stars. It was unbelievable. I figured you would like that one because, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, right in our, our wheelhouse. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, that rookie cup. I mean, the future stars, like, I mean, that's why I have all those T-shirts. Like, I just I just find it fascinating. I love it. Absolutely love it. Me too. So, all right, let's go. Number three. Number three. Okay, there's a big hitter right here. So another card that really, this is probably my favorite card in my entire collection. This isn't even a baseball card. Um, this card right here, I'm a surfer. So I've surfed pretty much my entire life. Um, that is my life besides, you know, my right, you know, besides baseball cards, right? But that's my hobby. I surf every single day. Um, and I have for decades and decades. And I was, I moved over to Hawaii about five years ago. And I was at the mall with, my wife, when we were walking around as an outdoor mall, um, and they had a card show randomly. And this card show, I'm telling you, the card show is like three tables, okay? <laughs> and two people have vintage stuff, and it's very minimal. But this card right here popped out at me. 
right away. It's the 1933 Sports Kings Duke Ohanomoku. And he and Duke is an Olympic gold medalist, three-time gold medalist, two-time silver medalist. Um, he's the godfather of surfing. He is the king of my sport. So to have to see this card and buy this where I live and to come across it. And the day I saw it, I didn't have any money and I didn't have an ATM card. So I couldn't buy it that day. I was like sweating bullets. Like, how am I going to see it again? I'm never going to find that card again. And so they had another show the next month and I went right back to the guy. And that's when I started building my relationship with him. And I asked him if he still had it and he didn't think he had it. And he started digging around and he had it in the back box. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'll take it. Boom. And I, I put that thing in my pocket. I couldn't put it in my pocket fast enough. I was so excited to get this card. And I mean, Duke is, I, I grew up in Huntington Beach, California, and there's a statue of Duke in Huntington Beach, California. And there's a restaurant of Duke's restaurant. And we go to Duke's over here all the time. Um, he's, he is, you know, I'm going to do a whole episode on Duke, so I won't go too deep into him. But he's a hero of all of us surfers. And for me, I, I worked in the surfboard industry for 20 years. And I dealt with um, all these old shapers that are, you know, most of them are all dead now. But I built relations with them for 20 years. And Duke is like, he's the beginning of everything I know about surfing. So to have this card is like the most special thing to me in the world. Plus, it somehow it's gone up like crazy. I bought this thing for like $200 and, and I don't know what it's worth now exactly, but it's worth a lot more than that. And to have a card from 1933 sports Kings, I never thought in the wildest dreams I'd ever own one. Right. I mean, you probably know that set. It's like a, you know, there's the Babe Ruth in it, Ty Cobb. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my grand finale, my three. Well, and, and I, this is funny because, I didn't know what cards you were going to show. We just kind of go into a cold. I, I want to be surprised. Uh, uh, like a month or a month and a half ago, we, my family went to, we took a, a vacation, did a little uh, Airbnb in Huntington Beach. No and way. We had never been there. We, we live in Arizona, so we want to get out of Arizona in the summer. And we just wanted to go somewhere it was cooler and we could get to a beach. And uh, I, we Googled like, best family friendly beach in California. And that came up number one. So like, let's go to Huntington beach. And when you were saying that, that there's a statue. So we walked to our Airbnb uh, from our Airbnb to the beach. And my daughter goes, look at the statue. Like right when we got there, I'm, I'm guessing that's the one you're talking about. It was like, you know, that's him, right? Yeah. So it's like, what are the odds? Uh, but that, that was, the, that was one of the best beaches I've ever been to in my life. It was wow. unbelievable. Wow. That's insane. That's yeah. so funny. I, yeah, so we had an awesome time there, and and I, I it's funny right when you said that I was like I remember that statue. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. I, I can't believe that. That's insane. I'm so that's stoked funny. I brought the card out then just for that story yep. right there. Wow. Yeah, Duke's insane. You know, he's in the Olympic Hall of Fame. He is in Swimmers Hall of Fame, and he's in the Surfing Hall of Fame. So I mean, he touches all the bases as far as a collector goes. And for me, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't believe you went to Huntington Beach. Yeah, <laughs> that's that my, was awesome. That's my stomping ground. Beautiful. Beautiful you guys place stay? that I already can't wait to go back to. What's that? Where'd you, where'd you guys stay? 
uh, we just rented a rented a little Airbnb, small place. Uh, it was like a five minute walk right down the hill to the beach. I forget what the street was now, but yeah, it was uh, real close to the beach. We were there just for like a few days, but it was great. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. my old that's my old playground. Every day I get dropped off at the pier and I'd surf. And then after my parents got off work, get one of our friends' parents or mom or dad would pick us up and go to Taco Bell and yeah, every single day for years yeah. and years. That's, that's funny. Yep. Um, all right. So let's move on to the three cards on your hit list or whatever we want to call it. Three cards that you hope to buy. All right, my hit list. Whoo, this is big because these are like, you know, these are dream cards, but they're attainable now, which is crazy, right? I mean, you know, Adam, you're like, we grew up looking at cards and somehow we're, we love vintage. And, and I tell that to a big part of this whole vintage thing that we're both in this world is everyone's all, I mean, you talk about it all the time, like a lot of guys think that vintage isn't going to be popular popular in the future but to reiterate the fact that we like vintage we collect vintage these guys you know so i guess they were alive you you heard stories as a kid your your dad was telling you stories my dad my parents no one in my family played baseball no one liked baseball no one knew what i was doing with baseball cards you know like they didn't you know they knew i was into them but I never heard any stories, but I still went after the vintage stuff. And I think that's just because eventually you just love history. I like the card themselves and seeing them and just seeing a Hank Aaron and a Ted Williams. And I had the pictures in my walls, um, seeing that stuff as a kid. It just, as you get older, you start reading books and you get older and wiser and you, you just fall into that. And I think, the same thing's going to happen with the guys now collecting modern. They're collecting modern because they're, they're they're watching guys play, just like we collected modern. Collect eighty seven was modern, and I, and I think that vintage is going to go be around forever, and I think it's going to be collected forever, and all the way back to pre war even. Pre war is harder to get to know because you, the books aren't as the history's not as available as it is in the Mickey Mantle era and stuff. We can really dive into millions of books. Um, so I, I find that a big plus to collect this stuff that I think 20 years from now, this stuff's going to be even more collectible, more valuable. Um, that's my quick take on it before I get into the three. Way off topic. But first card is my number one on my list for my entire life. And it's so attainable and I could have bought it like 10 times by now. But I just like, I'm a guy that likes to have, I'd rather have 10 $100 cards than one $1,000 card. Not that I don't have a lot of $1,000 cards, um, but I that was how I started my collection. And I really like the stuff that was produced. I like base cards of all Hank Aaron's and all Mickey Mantles. I don't have to have the rookies, but this card right here, 1953 mm. tops. You mm. have this card. No, I don't. You don't have this card? No, I, no. You did. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm killing you. No, and thank you for torturing me. <laughs> yes. This I'm is with the you. Card That's right what here. I want to. You're right. I'm with this you. This is the best card. Yeah, so, and, that card right there. I mean, the Mickey Mantle 1953 tops is, to me, it's the greatest card ever made. It's the best art I've ever seen. Maybe because 
in like 91 or something, they came out with a reprint set, an archive set. And I collected that set. And this card was like gold. I still have the original card. I should have brought it out um, in a hard screw down case. You know, it's like a $5 card, but it's in a screw down case. Um, (laughs) That's my goal. So I hope I want to buy this in the flesh. And I know you don't go to card shows and I don't have card shows available to me except for, you know, three tables and two of them are, vintage guys and they don't have cards like this um i'm gonna i want to get this at the national election i want to buy this in the flesh it's too hard to buy these things on ebay because you you, i'm not gonna buy a high grade one and you know how it is you like a two you want to see it in the flesh you really want to go through the details of it right Mm -hmm. so that's a big regret of mine too because i i almost purchased this in a five right before the pandemic and it was like four grand and i I was like this close. I was like, I even put a bid in and then it, and then it got overlapped and I was like, do I put another bid in? And I didn't, I wish I would have, but that's the number one hit list for me. I'm hearing so much about that card lately. (laughs) I feel like I've heard 10 different people like on various shows in the last month say that 53 is their favorite card of mantle, you know, because 52 is getting all the talk now and Mm -hmm. uh, people are saying, you know, actually, from an imagery standpoint and the look of the card, I've heard so many people say that that 53 mantle is their their favorite. And I there was a time when I was, you know, I was trying to get uh, like a, a mantle from each year. I haven't hit 52 yet, uh, yeah. but 53, it was a toss up for me. This was about five years ago. And I went with the 53 Bowman color just for, I just, it was, you know, a little less expensive. Yeah. And I just, I, I love that image too, the blue sky and him. I love it. Story. I have that card. I love it. Yeah. I, and so I went with that one and then obviously I didn't get the 53 tops, but Hey, maybe, maybe if I go to the national next year with you, that's it. It'd be, it'd be insane. We both like, there's no shortage of them there. You can get the five. Cause I know you like, you get the high stuff. I'll get the, <laughs> I'll get the 1.5. <laughs> I just want one that's like nicely centered. And even if it's a two or a three, I don't care. You know, as long as it looks good. Well, I'll take the off center one because I don't that that set to me. I I talk about it a lot. I don't care about centering on that set for some reason. The white isn't that crisp, and the border to me doesn't matter. So I can go a little lower dollar and get right. a little sharper image than the centering on that set. I don't care about centering on that set at all. Uh, um, yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not as glaring as some of the other sets. You're right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some people won't take that for a million years like you might you know your centering guy your 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 stuff's incredible by the way your your, your stuff's like whew, so cherry um yeah that's awesome i can't, i love that you have you don't have that card no that's on the list that's my list oh, but anyway we're talking your list so what do we I got number two. <laughs> oh my gosh all right number two is another no-brainer this one i flip-flopped from number one number two but how i collect cards i really just it's all about the image to me. It's all about what's on the card and not actual like, oh, it's his rookie card. Oh, it's this. I don't care if it's his rookie card or it's his base card. I just want a really cool looking card. That's mm-hmm. how I collect cards. I just I just want it to look sick. And this card to me is just, I mean, this hits all the boxes and it's a no-brainer. Everyone's going to have this on their list. And this one's a must. Um, I, have to, I have to get this in my lifetime and I will. Before it goes up too much, the Hank Aaron rookie card, 1954 tops. Yep. I mean, this one I want centered. This one, this set sticks out like a sore thumb if it's not centered. Right. 
So this one, I got to have it centered and I got to have the image. I'm hoping for like a pinhole one. Some people hate pinholes. I don't care about pinholes. I actually find the story fascinating with the pinholes and you get a one automatically or 1.5 with a pinhole. You give me that perfect copy all day long for, for two grand. Boom. I'll buy it. Um, so that's my number two Hank Aaron rookie card. I want that one so bad. Do you have one? No, I know, but it, it's a great card. It's uh, one of the greatest cards, one of the greatest players. And um, yeah, what, what, like if you could get a, if, if the if a one and an authentic were the same, like around the same price, would you go one if they looked about the same? I would, would go authentic? one even if the one looked worse. Got it. Me too. I'm on, I'm on, I had a conversation about that and I picked people's brains and being on YouTube, I didn't even know, like I'm new to YouTube. So I'm way behind on like, I always saw authentic and I was like, never in a million years never would i ever do that before i got on youtube and then i started seeing people's collections and they had these authentic stuff and i and, it, and their display case filled with mickey Mantle rookie cards and i was like man am i blowing it but then I, you know I, I it's like totally so i had to like process in my head and like you know you wrap it around do you want to have an authentic card or would you rather have one with a numerical grade like to me at that point it's about what the value in the future is going to be I'm not going to buy a card that I don't think is going to be worth more in the future, or at least the same. Um, spending that kind of money is important. It's We have wives. You have a whole family. Um, it's a lot of money to just buy some cardboard with. You, you, want to, you want to have the – so my option was a numerical grade. A lot of people do not like trim. They do not like the concept that someone maybe washed it or whatever they did to it. So – I think that's not going to change. I think that's going to be around forever, that opinion. So I'm going to stick with numerical grades, even Got if it. it's worse looking. What about you? So I'm the same way. Same, same way. way. Uh, I, yeah, I, I take a – I'm cool with the uh, – unless it's like a card. This is – I'll do a, a video on this whole thing. But I have uh, a bunch of cards that uh, are from my, my uncle, who I never met. He died before I ever got the chance to meet him. Yeah. But I was, I was given some of his old cards. And I got those just authenticated. I sent them in to SGC with the uh, instructions that I don't want to grade. Uh, wow. I just want to put authentic on the card no because way. I like to keep it in a slab. It says yeah. authentic. I know it's authentic, but it's more of just like preserving it. And I like the way they look. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Why do I need to grade those cards? I don't. I, to You're me, never going to sell. <laughs> I don't care. You yeah. know, and I'm never going to sell them. So, but yes, to your point, um, if you if you're collecting graded cards. Yeah, part of it is you want to enjoy them while you have them, but you also want to collect something that in the future, down the road, many, many years, uh, that are going to be, if, if they need to be sold, they're in condi uh, condition where they can be sold easily by the family. Um, or, you know, just just something that uh, is going to, like you said, grow in value over time. And and that's that's the hope. You know, it's not the primary reason we do it. But if I'm going to if I'm going to spend a good amount of money on something, yeah, I want it to be something that will hopefully increase in value. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we're uh, listening to all our podcasts and on this total same page on that aspect. Like collecting cards is the whole collecting thing. I we are collectors. I don't need to prove it. You don't need to prove it. <laughs> but you're allowed to want your cards to go up in value. You're allowed to get them graded and and be excited that they're worth money. And when someone comes over to my house and and a lot of people poo poo this, someone comes over and I'll be the first one to tell them what the most expensive car on the wall is because it's exciting. It's like, 
<laughs> you know, because they're going to, they ask. And so I'll tell them, and I'll show them. I don't, it doesn't bother me one bit. You know, it's to me, it's part of it. I'm old enough to, uh, and this love, I love that aspect of it. I've always loved it. Since we were kids, we had the Beckett. I mean, Beckett pounded that in my head. This card's worth $2. This Jose Canseco is worth $3, right? So That was the whole, yeah. I mean, that honestly, you know, there's a lot of uh, collectors who don't want to hear the word investment or they don't want to talk money. I don't even know what my cards are worth. But let's be honest. Yeah, the, the, the whole idea behind Beckett, which pretty much probably all of them looked at and, uh, you know, bought or subscribed to. It, it was, you know, the idea that, yeah, these things are have a value to them and it's not the primary reason why you do it. But, yeah, let's if you're going to do it, why not do it in a way where you can give your kids or your wife or whoever inherits the cards something that, hey, that's cool. You know, dad bought these 30 years ago and they've tripled in price. That's cool. You know, why not? So cool. Oh my gosh, Adam, we could have Sony. I want to like take this conversation over here. I want to take it over yes. here. Yeah, we could. <laughs> it's like, oh, so many fun topics to talk about. Oh my gosh. I our our next thing, we'll, we'll, we'll do a whole episode on that. Absolutely. Oh, oh I love it. All right, yeah. let's go. Let's go. Okay. Number three, the three, right. uh, third card on the list of, of the card, card that you want to buy. Another card that this checks a lot of boxes for me. You got, I think, underrated player. Um, really nice human being, um, top 10 players of all time. And the card is beautiful and stunning and just a spectacular card for my wall personally because it's blue. And that's the Stan Musial oh, 1948 yeah. Leaf rookie card. That one is on my hit list. It's been on my hit list for a long time. You know, it's one of those cards that, you know, it's, you know, 2000 bucks to get one that I want, maybe a thousand. If you get one, you know, if I get lucky on one and I will buy this one on eBay when I find a proper one and I have the money at that moment, like, um, because it's, there's not much imagery to it. It's a simple card. It's just got a blue outline, basically, you know, his body swinging it. It's not what, you know, you're going to see it on the image it's not as detailed as the other two the other one's got a photograph the other one is painted this one is is pretty simple simplistic so i i could purchase this on ebay um when i get the funds you know when the day comes where i feel like spending a thousand or two thousand dollars on a baseball card again <laughs> so that's my I number three that I, I got one of those recently uh within the last several months earlier in the year and right yeah, yep. no and that, for me, the thing I, the one I have is, uh, I, honestly, the grade, I think it's a four, a three and a half, maybe three yeah. and a half, four. Um, but I was look, it's not centered, you know, which is normally like you were saying earlier, I do look for that if I can, but for some reason in that set, you know, it's not that important to me. Like, I don't know why, because um, it is noticeable, but the, for me, it was like, I want one that has awesome coloring, like that blue background there. The one I got just like, it looks like it was just like painted or something. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So um, that's for like the key with me with getting that card was how vivid is it? And um, the one I have, I, I think it looks really good. So You don't have it handy, do you? No, I, I, I no. Again, I went, we go in blind. I should have, had I known, I would have brought mine, but. <laughs> that's good. You didn't know. Next that's time. Cool. At least you had one of these. 
Yeah, I got I got that in the Ted Williams. I, I yes, made a that run Ted on, on the 48 week. That's that's on my top five list. Yep. For sure. Yeah. It's a beautiful set. Yeah. Every oh. card in the set is spectacular. For me, it's like it, I'll probably I'm gonna I was thinking of doing something like my top five sets of all time, and that would definitely be in there. 48 leaf for sure for me would be in the top five. Yeah. I mean, you know, it checks my boxes. It vibrant, yeah, beautiful. It's like, can't go wrong. Dylan, uh, all right, I got to put you on the spot before we leave. Uh, so my my hope is that obviously me and you, I want to do a lot more uh, videos, interviews, just talking with you, obviously. But could you recommend to me uh, if I was if I'm going to do more of these three and threes, right? Yeah. Well, give me someone on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, someone who has a channel or somebody that I could reach out to that would you think would want to do this or it would be good to to uh, talk to someone about <laughs> on, the, on the spot hold on i got a list right here i want to get the names oh, right because right. I, I, I was going to do my giveaway i'm probably going to film that after this just to get that off my plate it's like you ever do a subscriber give or a uh uh have you ever done a giveaway before yeah i did i, I did a bunch of stuff like through social media to get people over to youtube and um it, it's fun, but yeah, it is, it can be a lot of work. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, it's just so stressed. Like I realized, okay, well, probably cause I had to build this stuff and I, you know, I, hold on, I should have just given them base. I should have just given cards away, which I'm going to give away anyways. Um, <laughs> all right. So your question, um, there's a lot of guys. Um, man, somebody, somebody, someone who you think would do it too. Cause yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I know I'm not on everyone's like want list to talk to, but somebody yeah. you think would be open to doing it. Okay. I really like, uh, do you know John Wade Boggs fan? Yes. Sure got his name. Yep. Yeah. Wade Boggs fan. His name's John. Yep. I, I, I know really because love... he did a, he did a, in, a vintage index recently that I noticed. Yeah. I put one yeah. Out too. So yes, absolutely. Of course I know him. So he, I, I, I don't know why, but I really love listening. He's like a lot of guys. We talked about this off air for, I talked to you for like five minutes a week ago before we did this. And I, and I mentioned like some guys will talk and you'll just see like nothing in front of them. Right. I love watching his videos. He talks, he's in front of it. Like you are right now or like I am. And he doesn't have to have cards in front of him. And he really has detailed opinions about his cards and he thinks it through. I think he'd be really good to interview. He's a, he seems like a really awesome guy. Um, there's tons more I would choose, but I would I would pick uh, John. I mean, I think it'd be a really cool, fascinating one. And he'd probably come up with different cards than us. So, yeah, that, that would, would be my that. choice. I'll, I'll reach out to him and see if he'd be open to doing that. Maybe I'll say it can't be Wade Boggs cards, though. It has to be <laughs> yeah, right. Got to be vintage, so it's got to be vintage you know and no Wade Boggs. Yeah, Wade Boggs is vintage, so yeah. I don't watch his Wade Boggs. He does a Wade Boggs card every day, like you do the Mantle Mondays now, which was yep. awesome. I watched that Mantle card was insane. Um, I'll watch yours, but I won't. Wa I don't watch John's Wade Boggs ones. I'm sorry, John, but I, I just you know I don't want to see a modern Wade Boggs card every day. <laughs> but I I love hearing him talk when he gets a new vintage card, so. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. 
All right, Dylan. Well, as, as normal, when I was like, hey, let's do like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And now we're at like 37 minutes. So I, I always do this. I kept you longer than I said I was going to. My channel, I go for an hour. I yeah, go that's for an hour talking about myself. So I'm all good. All right. Well, Dylan, thank you very much. I'm going to, if look, if you're into vintage and you don't already subscribe to Double D Vintage Baseball Cards, first off, yeah, what are you doing? Wake up. Yeah, you got that. It's a must subscribe. I'm going to put a link just in case. Uh, in the notes here to his channel. Um, but anyway, D Dylan, thank you so much. And you better believe I'll be reaching out to you soon to do another one of these. I'll be stoked, Adam. Thanks for having me. And I really hope you reach out to me and always give me a call, text me, new purchases, whatever. Um, I had an absolute blast. I could have gone off on 55 different directions on conversation. <laughs> so many more questions to ask you, but I know you like to keep them short. So I'll let you go. All right. <laughs> Until next time. Thanks, Okay, Adam. Shaka brought.